This is the Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. I'm your host, Paul Parisi. And I'm Jacob Young. On the Edge of Innovation, we talk about the intersection between technology and business, what's going on in technology, and what's possible for business. Well, today I'd like to welcome Paul Rush from Substantial. Now, let me ask you a question. So the end point of saying, okay, I'm going to go to school for computer science and music, that's fine. But you talked about entrepreneurship, and that's sort of the the art of money getting, you know, how to get money. But what was your motivation? What did you want? Why did you want money when you were a teenager? Did you not have that? Okay. What was... Yeah, okay. So, so did you go out and get a job mowing lawns or doing something to say, I want that resource. I want that, that utility that that money does. And were you motivated to do that? Okay. So I think that's an important thing to realize because I wanted to work as quickly as possible. I got a job at 14 and, you know, I, I went in relentlessly with the owner of that business every day after school going in, hey, when are you going to hire me? When are you going to hire me? When are you going to hire me? Because I wanted to buy stereo equipment. And that developed the drive to do something. Not, I'm not at all a money-grubbing you know, kind of person. That's not what drives me. But it was, oh, gee, I want to I get that computer. I want to do this. Well, I need resources to do that. Because you, you, you highlighted computer science and music. And I can imagine a musician being very introverted and going off to college and learning that and coming out very introverted. The same thing with computer scientists. You know, they're, they're very introverted. They're not the best social people in the world. So, but you had a, a radical approach to that of you've also mixed in entrepreneurship and that's that social capability. And I'm trying to identify what caused you to get outside of that box because you could have been really pigeonholed in that. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and also, I think there's this romanticizing of business and entrepreneurship and innovation that people think it's luck or it's easy. And frankly, I've never done something more difficult than start a business. You know, I mean, it's not just the market, it's the people, it's the product. I mean, it's just so many levels that it is, it is all encompassing. So you went off to school. Where'd you go? Okay. So great school. And so you come up with a CS degree and a music degree. What are you going to do with your life? Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So was it was it that the company was faltering? I mean, you said they've done really well. So were they part of the bubble and it burst and you had to find something to do? Or you were just like, and, and so you're nine months out of school and you're going to go start a business. Okay. So your parents must have thought you are crazy or had they learned already? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So what year was this about? Okay, so at the height of the bubble. Well, but you're starting a company. But you, you started a company. Were you crazy? I mean, well, if you'd done it a year and a half later, maybe you would have been crazy. But So you started it as the bubble was about to burst. What, what did that company do? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I hear you and I've observed it firsthand, but it's really sad uh, in a lot of ways because there's there's so much potential that is squandered in that in that friction that occurs. You know, it's it's very sad in my opinion. Right. Yeah, and even, yeah, so, okay, so you, you did this consulting, was it your company, a consulting company, is that what you did? All right. Okay, so, but, but this is a huge shift because you went from being a computer scientist, programmer, and a musician to running a business. Those are vastly different things. Did you, were you, were you initially good at it or did you have a lot to learn? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, here, let me, let me, let me dig into that. So did you intrinsically know that you had to do that, but you were avoiding doing it or did you not have a clue? Mm -hmm. Did you have somebody coming alongside you, an advisor to say, hey, Paul, you get really got to do this. Or was it just like, the world's collapsing. I don't know what to do. What do I do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how did that go for now? On one one hand, you're an introvert because you're a computer scientist and a musician, but you were seeing that the web was a way to connect people. So you seem to be somewhat of a people person in these two fields. But so how did that go? placebo connections yeah Okay, so you built this consulting company, had your friends in there, you figured out that, oh my gosh, I gotta go risk, put myself out there to get the business, and I imagine you got business. So you closed some business, you did the work, you delivered, you felt good about that. Did you sell that company, spin it down, does it still exist? What's the next step? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's interesting. Was that a crisis of faith in in technology, or what was that? How would you characterize that? But that hasn't changed, would you say? Right. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> you leave people into their own devices. So you went in music. What does that mean? You started playing music or what was that? So it sounds fun. Right. But something happened and you switched back into business entrepreneurship. Okay, so this is a great opportunity to discuss how much were you selling the music for? Really? That was very wise at that time. That was revolutionary. And so why aren't we talking to Steve Jobs right now? I mean, why aren't you as rich? You know, unfortunately, he's passed, but he's a fairly wealthy, successful example. You had it before him. Was that a problem that you guys fought against? Is that, well, they could just go to Napster and download it? Mm -hmm. Interesting. Right. And so when iTunes started to come out, what was your reaction? 
Now, was that funded? How was that funded? Was that VC or uh, seed funding? Was that friends and family or was that uh, just angels? Really? Really? What an experience. That's cool. Yeah, then you have to get into the numbers and the uh, the economic value of somebody, and then there's interpretation. There's no uh, nothing filling the sales beyond the numbers, and that's not very good. We've talked about iTunes, and, and one of the things that I think that was clever about what Apple did was they provided a circumstance where you could want something and get it very easily at a very low cost, buying a music, you know, buying music. And that's really the insight. You know, there's, oh, there's great industrial design, there's great software design and all that. But they got out of the way and you come down to the thing where the person says, I want this and I can fulfill that right now. And I can do it for a buck. It's not buying a $15 CD anymore. I can get what I want very inexpensively. And I think that's the the wisdom of the whole Apple, one of the most amazing things of the whole Apple ecosystem. that's the definition of innovation. I mean, it's not definition, but it's the impetus for innovation is doing something differently for 
you know, different ways. And, and innovation, and it seems, innovation and entrepreneurship are inextricably bound and in their very fabric of everyday life. You have to innovate and you have to be entrepreneurial. We've been talking with Paul Rush today of Substantial, and he's been joining us from Seattle, and we've had a great conversation about both entrepreneurship and innovation and businesses he's been in. Be interested in feedback from our listeners, you know, other areas you might like us to explore, you know, whether it be science fiction or people problems or things like that. Well, thank you for coming on, and I'm sure we're going to invite you back. Absolutely. <laughs> The Edge of Innovation is brought to you in partnership with Savior Labs. Savior Labs exists to help businesses mature and strategize for the future. Learn more about Savior Labs at SaviorLabs.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Edge of Innovation, Hacking the Future of Business. For the show notes and more information about Paul, please visit paulparisi.com. The Edge of Innovation is produced by Jacob Young in conjunction with copious amounts of coffee. Music on today's episode was from bensound.com. Paul can be found on Twitter at pdparisi and on LinkedIn at linkedin.com slash pdparisi. This episode, like all our episodes, is transcribed and available at paulparisi.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.